Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of Get Your Book Done, which we are airing on 1-11. is January 11th of 2021, the time that we are birthing this episode into the world. And how perfect that on sort of an angel number day of 1-11, we are talking today about vision-based living. And I have the author of the book titled Vision-Based Living with me today, Sean David. And I am so excited because I, re- I mean, there's such a new energy to this new year. So many people, as we discussed even last week, um, like it's so important that people are like stepping into this amazing new year, believing in possibilities and being led by their vision rather than so much of what was flying around um, in 2020. Uh, not the least, obviously, of which was a virus that was flying around. So I just want you to kind of really connect with this energy of this new year of 2021 and with this idea of vision-based living as I introduce Sean David, and we'll get into a juicy conversation today. So Sean David is actually, a, in addition to being the author of the book, Vision-Based Living, which is about igniting life's passions and purpose. He is a certified master leader in leadership training technology. Now, he has facilitated and staffed transformational breakthrough trainings for groups and has literally impacted thousands of people, has thousands of hours of direct coaching experience under his belt, and he is the creator of his own unique workshops based on this rich and expansive knowledge that he has in coaching people to live a vision-based life. He was a business owner for 15 years himself and spent 10 years in the rigorous world of doing transformational work. And he absolutely is one of those human beings. Like if you meet him and I, you know, like this is one of the guests I've met him. We actually helped him publish his book, helped him, you know, coached him through the writing process of this incredible, um, I'll say really like a legacy book that uh, Sean David has written. But as you'll see from the conversation today, he truly is a stand for people's greatness, even or perhaps especially when they don't see it in themselves. So welcome, Sean David. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, Christine. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Yes. And I am too that this book is finally out in the world. Um, It's an important piece of work. So the first question that I want to ask you is about that book. And, you know, we're the Get Your Book Done podcast. We're talking to people who either want to or have written books. And I love hearing the story of how you landed in authorship. Like what got you here? Um, Childhood dream, divinely inspired moment of like, you know, lightning bolt clarity. Um, Can you share a little bit of how you landed? How, like how you, how you got here? How did you become an author? Sure. It's been, it's been quite a journey. Mm -hmm. I think the author the author title took a long time to come. Um, I've always been a, a creative person. I performed on stage when I was younger, and my my goal in life had always been to entertain people in some way. 
And during, um, you know, when I was growing up, even as a child, as a child, that was a lot of work on stage. And I found a place of being in front of an audience and actually entertaining people was amazing. And then later on, I got involved in the film industry. So I worked on a bunch of Hollywood movies and I, I worked at Walt Disney Studios for a number of years as an assistant. And I, I found that the entertainment world was going to be a journey. And then I got into small business and that's where things changed. And um, owning a small business is, is a challenge for many people. It has many ups and many downs. And I was very inspired to fulfill that dream of, of uh, being involved in film and entertainment. But my business, ironically, had not much to do with that. It was in advertising. And I ended up kind of veering off of the path as a lot of entrepreneurs do, um, just based on, like I mentioned, those, those stresses and those challenges of running business. And that became, it kind of took over my life. And after a number of years, I realized that um, something was was missing and I kind of lacked that that vision and that direction of, of wanting to make a difference for people. And um, there is a hard point that came at around 2008 when the economy crashed. And do you remember that time when the, like, the lights just turned off and, and, and the world changed? Oh, I remember it um, profoundly. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I mean, a lot of people were, were struggling. Um, and that was kind of a major crisis. And at that time, I realized something needed to be done. And I and I managed to keep my business going, which was so hard. I made sacrifices. I I I um I did everything that I could to keep the business afloat, including talking to the staff and and having them limit hours and things. And I realized that I can I can pull this through. And then there became a point where I found out some of my the people that I was closest to in my business were actually going behind my back and um, they were getting work that was the same work that we were doing, but doing it in a way that let's just say was was not up to what we were doing in the company. They were doing it, like I said, behind my back. And I found out and I basically got rid of everybody. And that was at that point, that was in 2010, at the beginning of 2010. And I remember kind of hitting a rock bottom there because I felt alone. I felt like I had made it through this challenging time of sacrifice and rebuilding my business and making it through such a hard time where so many people had had closed shop and only to find out that these close people that I chose to move forward with they they really stabbed me in the back. And oh man, having been that, someone who's been kind of, I realized in the like larger view of things, it wasn't really a stab in the back because it helped me get to a different place, a much better place in my business, in my life, and myself, and everything. But man, when you have a business relationship where you really feel that um, that betrayal in the moment, it it is devastating. I mean, it's really devastating because obviously if you're in business with these people, they're people who you trusted um, to come into the business. So I can, I can personally relate to the pain of going through something like that. And it, it is a wake up call. Yes. It's a, it's a huge wake up call. And trust is the word that you mentioned. That's exactly it. I trusted a few of these people to be okay. Who, who do I want? 
these are the few people, the, sm the small core people that I want to rebuild and move in this new direction. And I had, a, I had an awesome new office space with a warehouse and um, it, was, uh, it was such a great opportunity, but yet this major letdown. And I literally remember one day in particular when there, there was nobody there. I was in my warehouse. I was looking around at all of my equipment and um, just me in the office. And I was like, I was like, somebody, please help me. I'm, I'm in a, I'm like, people say a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of times these awakenings happen through hitting a rock bottom. And I definitely feel this is, this was a pretty good rock bottom for me. And um, I love that context, like a pretty good rock bottom. I, I actually once wrote a chapter in one of my anthologies about like that difficult time in my life. And what I refer, like the name of the chapter was the best worst time of my life because I was at what I thought was like the bottom that I could ever be. But it was actually, it was a, it was a good rock bottom. Like it was a really good bad time because it shifted everything. You know, absolutely. And um, the work I'm in and I know what you stand for is transformation. And um, I didn't even really think of that until you mentioned it, but a good, a good rock bottom that actually makes sense because part of the transformation is being able to recognize that these things that happen that are so painful at the time are actually catalysts for launching a person forward in life and recognizing that that was actually a good thing, even though it was one of the hardest things I've ever been through and many people go through it. But that moment really changed my life because what happened after, and I'll get to the point, but it's such an interesting story to share. Um, right after that, I feel like the universe responded in a big way. And somebody contacted me who I had, I had met through like a networking event and I was interested in staying in touch about a networking event. And, um, I got this email that said, um, that said, if your life, you know, if things are going wrong, I mean, that wasn't the word, but if things aren't working out, if, um, you know, you want improved relationships or your finances or things aren't going well at work or you're just not happy, like respond to me and let's talk about it. So I'm like, I was looking down this little list of things and I was like, okay, yes to the change wanting to happen. Yes to making a difference. And, and yes, that it's a hard time right now. So I responded and it turned out to be like an invitation to a, a leadership training, which I had no idea what what she was referring to, mm. but it sounded good. It was like, it was a, it was a leadership training. And I thought, you know what, where I'm at right now, anything will help. So that was the answer. And then um, not, not too long after that was when I walked through the doors of this leadership transformational training in Los Angeles. And I knew right then that this was the answer to my calling out, like somebody please help me. And I realized that what mattered most just in this first session of the, the leadership training was um, that what matters most is actually me and what I stand for in life. And not what matters most is the hurt and the pain and um, what I've been through and the letdowns and the anger. It's that there is something beyond all of this. And that's where my eyes opened. And that was in 2010. So now in 21, thank goodness, thank goodness for 21. 
almost 11 years later, um, I'm, I'm still living this work. That's how important it was. But that in 2010 is when I declared that I want to write a book. And that was on, I don't know, the second or third day of, of the training. And it was this profound moment where I want to write a book. And I don't know where it came from. It was just part of this. There was a big group um, in the training room and, a, and a, a, a trainer and a bunch of coaches. And it's, a, it's, an, intense, it's an intense environment. And that's when I declared I want to write a book. Now, at the time, the book, I can tell you, was not vision-based living. It was a book <laughs> about business. It was a book. It was actually fueled by what I had been through in business and my journey and how challenging it was and the struggles and basically focused, focusing on the negativity, negativity of what I had been through in my business, but still wanting to help people so that they don't go through the same thing. But that completely changed over over the years as I became more, I guess, enlightened, if you will, with transformation and realizing that, you know, the, the key to life is actually being of service. And that's where vision-based living kind of started. And a couple of years. I just, a couple of years. Hold on just one sec. I just have to yeah. say here, because I know that we have some of you listening who um, can relate to like your book sort of starting out as one thing. And then transforming into another thing because that's happened to you. I think we might have some other people who are listening, like looking at the book that they're working on and perhaps questioning, is this really the right book? And one of the most important things that you've got to do as an author is to be patient with allowing yourself to do the work to let the right book, like the book that you're meant to write emerge. And oftentimes, like in Sean David's case, there was a book that came up that got you in the game, right? Like had this book idea, I was going to write about, you know, business, um, you know, and help people avoid all the pain and, you know, that you went through with your difficulties in business. And it's important because like that book got him in the game, but it got him in a game to help him journey down the road that got him to the place of really writing like his masterpiece, which the other book never could have been. So if you're one of those people who's listening and you've either had that experience, I mean, well done going through that transformation, because I know it's not, not easy when you see the book more like literally morphing in front of your eyes. And if you're in that space right now where like you've chosen to write about a certain topic and you're moving down the path, but something doesn't feel quite right, because like I'm in this business and as passionate as I am about helping authors like write the right book because I was writing the wrong book. And when I went to my coach and I was like, something about this doesn't feel right. Like the whole thing doesn't feel right. My coach that at the time I was paying a hundred thousand dollars a year for coaching and mentoring with this coach. Um, he basically told me that I was crazy, that I was just scared that I was doing everything right. That of course this was the right book. And I believed him because I wasn't then, you know, more than a decade ago, who I am now. Um, but what I am so committed to is making sure that you don't have that experience of having that sense of feeling like something's off and then not having someone guide you through to feeling what's really right. And in some cases, it takes 10 years, right? It was an, quite an iteration and evolution for you, Sean David. I know because I've been with you through this journey 
but, um, you know, just give yourself grace and give yourself patience if you feel like that's you and it's kind of shifting under your feet. For many people, that's actually part of the process. So be gentle with yourself. I just wanted to point that out, Sean David, before we moved on. No, that's that's great. And to the point, so many, so many people think it's going to look one way. And the key is to not be attached and to allow allow the the message to work to work through a person authentically and that's what ha- what happened to me although i declared i wanted to write a book in 2010 i i really didn't start the process until 5 years later in 2015 and really i started writing in 2016 but before that so because i was involved in these leadership trainings i i advanced enough to i, I volunteered a lot i became a coach um I started working with multiple teams of people through these uh, group trainings. And we're talking 40, 50, 60, even up to 100 plus people. And me being one of the coaches, I really learned a lot working directly with people and supporting their own transformation. And it's there'll be a lot more coming with vision-based living as it relates to that sort of transformational work. But to the point now, to not be attached to what something looks like is is really key to letting 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 things flow. Even though I declared I was going to write this book, throughout this time of working with people and and being involved in these trainings, I had these little messages come in. And I remember one time, I know specifically when it was, it was the end, the last session, there was about 60 people in, in the room, the team, and then all of the coaches, there was about eight coaches and uh, the woman who owned owned the organization as well as the team. And it was a kind of a kind of a final words of wisdom to everybody like moving on from that last um, leadership training. And I remember stepping out in front of the group and saying, the longest journey in life is the journey from here to here. And the here was pointing at the head to the heart. So I wrote that down after, and it was the longest journey in life is the journey from the head to the heart. And that became what I what later on became the, like the first words um, that I was going to write in my book. But I didn't know that at the time. I just thought it was like a profound quote that came through somehow. And I wrote that down and I always kept it in my notes. And fast forward to another year um, in 2013, I was at a CEO space conference in Las Vegas, which is a, a business owner organization. And I didn't feel quite right with the business I was in. I was still working with my advertising and graphics business. And, but I was there representing something that I didn't feel was supporting me anymore it was to like to make money (laughs) totally not fun but i because i've been through such intensive work and became a coach and a leader and a team leader and i realized this does not feel authentic at all being here representing a company that uh, is just there to pay the bills and even you know kind of continue stress and whatnot it was just not right so I really made a point of this is what I'm doing now. I'm coaching people. I'm I'm committed to transformation. 
I'm learning about how to reinvent the self and I'm supporting others through that process. So is CEO space the space where you first began to try on this new iteration of your vision-based life? That was a catalyst, definitely. Some people appeared that, like Bob Proctor was there. I got to sit at the table with Bob Bob Proctor and and really have some deep conversations about business and, and reinventing the self. And there are some amazing people that I got to, um, uh, I got to meet, um, Les Mills, like some really like incredible people. And this was like access to individuals who I would have never had access to before. And that was like the introduction of, wow, I can really make something not only of myself, but represent a business that actually serves and makes a difference for other people. So one night during this time, I had this profound moment where I realized I just didn't feel authentic. Around 3.30 in the morning, I woke up and I sat straight up with these words, vision-based living. It literally came to me and it was like almost as if I could hear it. And immediately I got up I opened my laptop, I went to the, um, I went online and I registered the name visionbasedliving.com. But anyone should be doing when you have a really good idea for a book title or a business name or something, just go register it for the 10, 11 bucks. It's going to cost you a GoDaddy or whatever hosting company you use and where you buy your domains. Like, just go get it. I don't, I think at the peak of it, I must have owned like 450 domains because I was in a profoundly creative phase of my life and oh, I was just yeah. snapping domains up for everything. And I've got some pretty potent and amazing domain names um, because I just grabbed these ideas and I went straight to GoDaddy and got them. So just want to make yeah, sure but- no one misses like the genius that Sean David had back then to be like, oh, I'm going to go get that. So yeah, well done. Well, yeah. <laughs> really well done. Yeah. We're cut from the same cloth because I have like still I have a couple of dozen domain names, which I do plan on using moving forward. But this, this one in particular, although I didn't I didn't know I knew it was going to be for something related to what I was going through. And it eventually ended up becoming the title of my title of my book, Vision Based Living. And that's when I knew something um, amazing was was going to happen. But still a couple of years went by before I even started the process because I didn't, I didn't really know anything. I was still in the middle of my business. I was trying to figure it out. And I was putting at this point more effort into the, the, the workshops and coaching people. And we're talking coaching people um, daily. Now, most of this, by the way, was, was volunteer. So I was committed, but it was like having a full-time job. And I put more effort into that side of, of my life and supporting and coaching people uh, on a near daily basis rather than putting the time and effort into my business. And at this point I could do business in my sleep because I've been doing it for so long. I would get a call and I would either have someone fulfill it or I would take a weekend and handle it or a couple of days. But my pure focus was on uh, working with people mm. and this new direction. And I knew that this was the life that I was willing to take on. And um, I basically started started the process in 2015. I went to a Hay House Writers Workshop in Chicago with 500 people, by the way. <laughs> I walked into the room. Now, mind you, I've been, I've been um, working with groups of 30, 40, 50, uh, 100 people 
but more intimately, it was the 30 to 40 by the time it was the, the, the leadership groups. We're talking four to four to six months working with a group of people and walking into a room of 500 of people who wanted to write like a book, like a writer's workshop. I was just blown. I was blown away walking in that beautiful room because um, I didn't know anybody. I was like, OK, this is definitely real. There's a lot of people here and we're going to see what this is all about. But that writer's workshop opened my eyes to this is how to start the process of writing a book. So I, I figured out that writing a book proposal was going to be the way. And then um, I think it was a couple of months later is when I heard the voice of Christine Closer on um, what was it? The author's author. The transformational author experience. Yes. Yes. The transformational <laughs> author experience. And I was like, this is literally talking to me. I know it was talking to others, but this was literally talking to me. Transformational author. I was like, are you kidding me? Like my life has been become transformation. And here's this transformational author experience. And that is where it really took hold. So I have, I have you to thank for your transformational author experience. Um, that's what really launched me. And I wrote the book proposal um, and I submitted it through you. I also submitted it through Hay House. But that's when I ended up getting my publishing contract. And I was absolutely blown away. <laughs> but that that was the profound moment where I realized this is real and I'm I'm now becoming an author. Yes, indeed. You and thousands of others, um, tens of thousands of others around the world across the years uh, definitely felt like that transformational author experience, like that I had done it especially for them because I knew the transformational author. I know the transformational author so intimately, um, so personally, so deeply, like there isn't anything that you as a transformational author could face that I um, don't have some experience in navigating people through. So, so glad that you found it and did it and uh, let it transform you. And now you've got this book done. So where I like, I don't know, our time is just flying by today. I don't know how the time moves so quickly when I am doing these interviews, but uh, it certainly is today. I absolutely want to make sure that everyone knows you can go to the show notes to, um, and get connected with Sean to uh, to Sean David. You can get a link to his book over there. There's a link to his website, um, and he's going to be adding more and more and more resources into that website for you. So if you want to go learn more about Sean or grab a copy of his book, um, just go over to the show notes and click those links that have you know. They'll just tell you how to go connect with him in all the ways that you can connect with him. So please go ahead and do that. But I would love for you, Sean David. I've got like two more questions for you, and sure. one of them is like succinctly and simply, I would love for you to just communicate what to you vision-based living means. We can make a lot of assumptions about what it means, but I know that to you, like it means something very specific around um, what that looks like in someone's life. So could you just talk a little bit about that, that, about that, as I said, like, you know, simply and succinctly so people can really sink their teeth into it. Sure. Well, vision-based living is is about inspiring life's passions and purpose, and that, that's actually the subtitle. It's it's being inspired by a vision that will bring a person to their highest potential. 
And although vision is very, it sounds very visual, it's more very insightful and very, it can be spiritual. If people are, are, believe in spirituality, believe in the universe. It's what inspires a person from their core beliefs of the difference that they want to make, not only for themselves, but for other people and having that vision to fulfill their dreams. It's like when we're kids, having, having a dream of what we want to be when, when we grow up that's kind of the start of of vision if you really think about it even as kids there's a lot of imagination mm. and even like when albert einstein talks about um he talked about the imagination as being one of the most powerful um i don't have it verbatim but imagination is one of the most powerful experiences a person can have. And by using a person's imagination, they're capable of accomplishing anything. And that's also what vision-based living is about is if a person has a dream, they can fulfill it, but it starts with having a vision for their life of what that looks like and who they really want to become and be and the difference that they want to make. And at the beginning, you mentioned legacy. What legacy do they want to leave? It's it's very powerful. Beautiful. And of course, you can head over to the show notes and get links. Just go to Amazon and get yourself a copy of Sean David's book, Vision-Based Living, um, to just really learn how to live what you just heard Sean David talking about. So in closing, I would love for you to share, right, where we're talking with a community of People who are here because they either are or want to be a transformational author. They want to get their books done and out in the world. So for that person, what is the most important piece of wisdom, like the golden nugget that you would want them to walk away from this podcast today with? Like what's the most important thing you want them to carry as they go forward? Really? what what do they want their, their life to be like? Do they want to have more of the same or do they want to fulfill what matters most to, the, to them? And really answering that question of what matters most. The, if what matters most right now is going through the struggles and we've all been through the struggles of, of 2020, it's a huge challenge and people's lives are changing and so many downfalls. But what matters most, a person really needs to figure that out. So for anyone who who wants to become or has a desire to become an author or transformational author, it's what difference do they want to make? Mm. I think that's really the key is the difference that they want to make and how can it serve other people? A lot of people write books and it's like a self, it's like a, a biography and they're really talking about themselves. But to really be helpful and transformational, it's all about service. So what difference does a person want to make? And and um, what's their expertise? Like, it doesn't have to be huge or profound. It's it's what inspires them. It can be anything. Yes. So focus on that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, so, so true. And I will just say, for those of you who haven't yet um, grabbed access, like a free trial access to my Get Your Book Done program, um, you can go do that at freebookwritinghelp.com. Again, that's freebookwritinghelp.com. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is in the second lesson. 
um, you're going to see a question just like that. Like, how do you want to serve people? What difference do you want to make in their lives? So I just wanted to like, you just kind of teed me up for that one. I really wasn't going to say anything That's today. Awesome. Uh, but then I'm yeah. like, no, no, actually, like you just fed right into one of the, one of like the second um, question that I ask every author as they're getting into their writing journey to contemplate first. And that is, that is exactly this question. What difference do you want to make? How do you want to transform and impact the other, your reader's life? It's like, you can't write a book without knowing that. So if you don't have access to the, um, to the first module, that course, again, it's like my $3,000 course, but you get the whole first module absolutely free by going to freebookwritinghelp.com just to get you started on that journey. Cause we want you to end up like Sean David, where like you're on a podcast talking about the amazing book that you just wrote. So, um, Sean David, I just want to thank you for being here today for, um, going through the journey that you went through to create a book as rich, um, and transformational as vision based living. And of course, taking your time out of what I know is a full life doing your vision based work and your vision based living to be with us here today. So thank you so much. Thank you, Christine. Yes, my pleasure. And to all of my listeners, again, just thank you so much for being here, for spending your time, your valuable time um, with us, with, you know, my amazing guests and here, because it means that you are the kind of person who is here to do something, to make your difference, to shine your light in the world, to be who you're here to be and to impact and influence and transform the lives of the people that you're meant to impact and influence and transform. So you being here is like a symbol to, for me to for all of that, like you being a source of light in a world that needs a lot of light. So thank you for taking the time and being here. And until next episode, of course, happy writing, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in. 